14 Pacific Island countries are working together on a unique application to access a US$70 million US dollar grant from the Green Climate Fund for Fisheries Adaptation. There are two parts to the proposal. The first part acknowledges the burden of growing Pacific populations on coastal fisheries and increasing access to tuna to fill the gap in fish supply. And secondly, develop an advanced warning system to enable Pacific countries to better track the redistribution of tuna as a result of climate change impacts. Pacific Community Fisheries Climate Advisor Ludwig Kumoru and Senior Director for Tuna Fisheries at Conservation International Johan Bell are speaking to delegates at this year's meeting of the Pacific Tuna Commission in Vietnam about the proposal and the importance of thinking outside the box. Kuroi Hawkins spoke with the pair, beginning with a question to Mr Kumoru about the reasoning behind the application. There are a couple of uh, things. One, from the implementers' view, the technical implementers, one is to improve the models in science, to give us a, a bit more uh, predictability on what's happening or what, when can we say certain things are going to happen because of climate change. So that needs to be done so that we can prepare the members to make informed decisions, timely informed decisions. Yeah, that's one. And the other thing, I suppose, is you know, climate change is something... A change to climate change is something that's not going to go away. And we can't really do much about it, but we can certainly manage the impacts. So within fisheries, you know, we have focused a long time on just fisheries impact of actual fishing on fish stocks. But these days we know that climate is also playing a, a role in what happens to the fish stocks. So we've got to bring that discussion within fisheries management discussions. The speaking to maybe some of the concepts that the funding would go towards in terms of the things that Ludwig has just spoken about? Yes, there are two main categories. They're actually called components within the proposal that we're putting to the Green Climate Fund. And we'll deal with the one that Ludwig has just spoken about first. That's actually what we're calling component B. But that's to develop an advanced warning system, which will really uh, be based on continued improvement of the modelling of the response of tuna to the warming ocean. Um, the Pacific community for almost 15 years now has been beginning to model um, th those responses, but the modelling that's been done is still regarded as preliminary and there's a lot of uncertainty associated with it still, but the whole idea of this investment is to reduce the uncertainty in the modellings so that um, SPC can say to its members uh, with much more confidence, this is likely to be the timing and extent of tuna redistribution in the future. And that's um, absolutely critical to assisting the countries to adapt. And um, because they collectively manage the tuna resource so well, uh, and they have mechanisms in place already through the Vessel Day Scheme, through the parties to the Nauru Agreement, uh, where they manage the, the effects of the tuna moving around within their combined exclusive economic zones. But the big question mark for everyone is what is likely to happen if the fish begin to move out of that area where they're so well managed into high seas areas where it's much more difficult to manage the fish? That is a major concern. And so the adaptations that Ludwig's been referring to are really going to be predicated on having a really good idea about what that movement's going to look like because only then can you go in 
and begin to negotiate internationally and say, look, this looks like the level of damage to our economies through the loss of licence revenue from tuna fishing, and here are things that we believe need to be done about that. Mm-hmm. And on the food security side? Yes, the other component is very much a domestic issue. Um, we all know that fish has been a, a cornerstone of food security for Pacific Island countries for a long, long time. And what's happening now in many countries is that the populations are growing quite rapidly. And so because most of the fish has traditionally come from coral reefs and because coral reefs are going to be degrading uh, through climate change, through ocean warming and the effects of ocean acidification, there's a gap emerging between how much fish people should have for good nutrition and how much is going to be available from coral reef habitats. And the region is blessed in the sense that uh, it has a very rich tuna resource. And although the tuna is progressively going to be moving further and further to the east, there's still going to be a lot of tuna left um, in national waters. And so this project is designed to make it easier for coastal communities to go and catch tuna and to fill this gap in fish supply for good nutrition. And coming to that part of it, um, obviously wanting... um at this stage and going forward for more ownership of of the project from Pacific countries? Uh, Why is that important and what would that look like? Having the ownership of the project is important because the countries will have to feel that they actually, it's something that belongs to them. Yes, they have to see that, they have to see the issues and, you know, see, take ownership. But to do that, they'll have to also contribute towards the ideas, building this whole concept up because... Whatever, whatever is been, whatever is in the concept note, or whatever has been proposed, may not be the same for every country. They have, they have a way of doing things, and if we consult with them through consultation, we'll have to build that relationship, and also align whatever their thoughts are with this project. Then we have this going on where they own this, have this ownership, and it will be easier for us to actually implement this project.